Thank you for tuning in to another fantastic episode of Ask a Black Woman. I am doing a book review today on June 13th, 2018. It's your girl, Shanira the Mouthpiece. You are now entering my kitchen, my living room, my hair salon, my backyard barbecue. You are in a privileged space to hear all the gems that can be dropped from the mouth of this black woman. Today, I am reviewing a book called The Wealth Choice by Dennis Kimbrough. And um, people, I got to tell you, in all honesty, it took me a couple of months to read this um, because I was really trying to digest it. And I took copious notes. And so um, I'm always a finisher. I'm not just going to read a couple of things and drop my opinion like people do with the way they um, look at the titles of Facebook videos and they may click on and listen to the first 60 seconds of a five minute video. Not here. So we're going to get into the the meat of it. Now, um, I'm going to start to preface this um, um, book review um, based on where I am um, as uh, in my career pursuits. And so, um, you know, for most of my life, I have been um, mostly focused and knowing full well that I'm a creator, a creative, an artist in many different facets. Um, but this particular year, um, I there has been such a hunger, such a longing to really, really, really get into the meat and potatoes of what it means to be wealthy, what it means to be successful in business. And so um, I kicked off, um, let's see, it was last, um, first week of May, I went to a small business contacting um, fair. It was about getting contracts for the government, particularly here in California. And um, we had a lot of speakers there. And um, it just really, really was... um, an on-time situation for what I was beginning to feel. And so I'm embracing the fact, and you can quote me on this, that I am an artist that is anointed for business. That's what I'm saying. And so I want anybody who is a creative to embrace that now, however that interprets to you. But if you are an artist and you are independent and this is all you do full time, which I'm endeavoring to do, by the way, but there are artists who do their thing full time. And I speak with a lot of them in my day job. And um, as I've come to realize, the great majority of them, unfortunately, um, don't have a great sense of business or may not even feel that it's important to think in terms of business because they are so um, focused on the one aspect of the art. But you must realize that art and business go hand in hand because regardless if you're trying to be a millionaire, hell, you're just just trying to make sure that um, you live in dignity and not poverty and that you retire in dignity and not poverty. Moreover, to leave a legacy, whatever your financial number is for success, you have to govern yourselves in a business fashion and so the tips that um, I've been uh, picking up particularly in this book The Wealth Choice by Dennis Kimbrough which is K-I-M-B-R-O is definitely taking root in me and I'm just going to share with you so first of all on a scale of I'm going to rate 
um, have my own personal scale and I'm just coming up with it because this is my, my second book review on Ask a Black Woman and on out of a scale one to five five being the highest that I could rate um, this book I'm going to give it a five plus um, I just really appreciate the scope and the breadth and the reality of what Mr. Kimbrough has done in this so um, that to its credit that it does um some rah-rah in it meaning there is some inspirational um gem in there um but it's it's some common sense so it does mention the faith aspect and it appears to me that mr kimbrough um, might be of the christian faith like myself but it's not um pie in the sky by and by it's very rooted in reality um and so um he uses so many 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 examples of black millionaires who literally came from absolutely nothing financially but there was something in them that had the tenacity the fortitude and the faith to see where they wanted to be despite what their circumstances are and I know that kind of wording might be overused played out in a lot of ways today but he had concrete examples of a great majority of the people that I had never heard of half of them I had but they were millionaires a million times over in their own right and and if you're black it does make you proud and it show sure enough gives you hope um, that you too can do it. But he goes in so deeply about the things that they um, live by. And so here's the thing, you know, with a lot of um, uh, social media experts, quite frankly, you want to see the receipts. I want to see the receipts. You just, you just popped up. I don't know who you are or anything like that. But with the people that he used as examples, they've been in business for many, many years. A lot of these people that you know, and the receipts are there. It's evident. And so if you want to, um, achieve the same type of levels that they have what should you do you should take most likely it makes sense to take the advice of the people who have the receipts the people who literally have walked the talk that they're trying to give to you so um i'm just gonna run down um, some of the laws of wealth and i'm gonna encourage you to um, go ahead and uh, read that book the first law of wealth is wealth begins in the mind but ends in the purse so what's in your purse is a reflection of what's in your mind so it matters not that you read the book but if you have it in your head like really know it that means you have an understanding that means it's to translate in your actions and your actions um, to your money and money being your purse so Money is a state of mind by what you know and by what you believe. Moving on. Number two, the second law of wealth. Resolve now that you will not be poor. What's your resolution? Have you resolved in your mind, no matter what state you are, that you will not be poor? Starts now. Number three, believe in thyself when no one else will. So maybe you've already started your journey. And most likely there's some bumping of the heads against the wall. 
And maybe people started out on this journey uh, with you when you had the idea and they were all about the idea. But then as you began to keep going, there has been people have dropped out of the support part. Maybe they lost, you know, if they don't see receipts immediately, they've stopped the belief. But there's something in you that knows that this is you, you still got that mustard, mustard seed faith. Keep up the faith. Believe in yourself when nobody else will. Okay. Number four, to thine own self be true. Now we've heard this before, but what he's really emphasizing is finding your unique gifts. So there, you know, in the, like I said, in the age of social media experts, Everybody um, seems to have like this cookie cutter approach to become an influencer, right? To to appear a certain way, this formula, etc. And um, I'm just wondering if you know if people really sat down and realized like what is like if 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 you are being true to your own unique abilities, right? That, that, that for to some degree that you don't have to mold yourself in order to be appealing when you're comfortable in your own skin and what you bring to the table you know that the people that you're sent for will get you so only do what's naturally right what the mold that you're fit fit for the lane that you're meant to drive in Take your eyes off of the next door people, what people appear to be doing. Just because somebody is writing a book don't mean you got to write one. Or hell, maybe you were into rapping or something, you know, um, teenage years to mid-20s. But there's a, a shift, a redirection of what you're being led to do. And that's fine too, right? So honor where you are today. What is your unique molding? Go with it. Here we go. Number five, how may I serve thee? So I think four and five kind of go together. Like if you are truly in your unique gift, what you do um, does serve others. There's something that they get out of it. I think when you use your own unique gifts, it is a self-gratifying thing. There is a, you feel accomplished. You feel useful and purposeful, at least for yourself. There should be something that you get out of it. But more so, you are a gift to humanity. What you're giving. So, you know, I don't believe everybody is meant to march. Everybody is not meant to be on the forefront of the movement necessarily, you know, um, in the fight, in the struggle, you know, on the battlefield politically, that sort of thing. But maybe your business that you run does serve, right? You know, even if you're baking cakes um, and selling cakes in the grocery stores, you know, hell, I stand here to tell you that there's a ministry in food. If, if baking is what you do, you better bake, girl. If, if business, if you have a, a mindset for business and you know and you have the aptitude to, cal- to calculate risk and to take them, that's serving your community, right? Okay. Now, number six, thou shalt own thy own business, the road not taken. The road not taken. Thou shalt own thy own business. Enough say it. 
right? There is um, something to be said for working for other people, right? And there's no shame in that. And there's a lane for that. Like everybody might not be called. As a matter of fact, that is not a might. Everybody is not called to be in business for themselves. Right? And that's okay. And there's a certain prosperity in that. And that's fine. It really is. But for those who are called to this lane, right? In order to leave the legacy, right? The focus should be in the ownership of what you're doing to create your wealth. I'm just feeling overwhelmed. And finally, number seven, make thy money grow. They spent a lot of time there and the emphasis was on saving. And so um, I could definitely convicted in that area. We cannot spend every dime that we have, especially if we're trying to be in business. We just simply can't. You won't get ahead like that at all. We have to develop a discipline and learning to use the phrase, I can't afford it, at least for now. For the season that you're building and growing. I can't afford it. Why? Because I'm on a mission. To own my own business. It's greater than satisfying this need. This this one I should say at this moment. And so I just share with you. The seven laws of wealth. Inside that book there are also millionaire lessons. And if you liked those um just those seven laws that i just dropped i mean i'm literally turning the page looking at my notes then you most definitely definitely um need to go and read that book if you have read the book um maybe you want to drop something in the commentary and let me know um what was the thing that resonated with you and how has it changed your life i pray tell that you have implemented something or maybe you go back to this book periodically for refreshing or to see it with new eyes on what your next move should be or how you should continue on in your pursuits. I'm going to stop right here. I'm so glad that you listened um, because I am definitely a bibliophile. I love to read, love, love, love to read. And I have to make time to do it um, so I can grow and have some uh, worthwhile things to share with you all. Keep reading, keep loving and listening to a black woman. Peace.